Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Brother Conflict and says, Would I be the arsehole if I skipped my sister's wedding? Throwaway account plus fake names. I, 23 male, and one of seven kids. There's Lydia, 31 female, Josh, 28 male, Leo, 25 male, me, then Erin, 21 female, Nadia, 18 female, and the surprise child, Lexi, four female. With that many siblings, it's easy to get lost in the crowd. Some of us have our position, so to speak. Lydia's the oldest, Lexi's the baby, I have a kid, yes, that's my descriptor, OP gave us a grandchild, Erin is the golden child. She was the last planned child, the one supposed to tie up our family. She was born premature, so I understand that my parents coddled her to an extent, but it's more than that now. Erin's getting married and recently told us that she brought the date forward due to a cancellation. No big deal, it just means they're getting married sooner. But the new date lands on the date of Nadia's high school graduation. Erin was sympathetic, but said she's already committed to the date. They've printed the invitations. My parents normally go overboard on our high school grads, but they said that they'd just have to miss Nadia's. We were all sympathetic, but it wasn't intentional. Or so I thought. But Nadia later told me and Leo that she was there when Erin got the call about the cancellation and told Erin that she was graduating that day. But Erin just laughed and accepted the date anyway. This, as much as I hate to admit it, sounds like a very Erin thing to do. She booked her engagement part for the night of Nadia's 18th birthday. Luckily, she wasn't celebrating until the weekend. She announced her engagement at my oldest sister's wedding anniversary. Everything is about her. I confronted Erin about this and she said that Nadia's high school graduation didn't matter. She wanted to get married to the love of her life sooner and our family had been to plenty of high school graduations at this point anyway. She said something like, We still have Lexi. But here's what gets me the most. Nadia's been looking forward to this for so long. She's watched all of us graduate and have these huge celebrations thrown by our parents. I asked Nadia what she wanted and she said she wanted to have her day. So, I told my family that me and Nadia won't be attending the wedding. Leo has also dropped out. Everyone's angry. Erin's furious and I didn't make it better by telling her that I could watch our other siblings get married. Since it's all the same in her eyes. Mum's trying to convince me to come to the wedding because graduation isn't as important. I feel like if I don't do this, then it sets a precedent in Nadia's life that she's always going to mean less than Erin. I've had messages calling me an arsehole, an idiot, etc. They're telling me to step up and be a good brother, but that's what I'm doing. My son is supposed to be the ring bearer, but with how my family is reacting, I'm 
and considering pulling him out of the wedding too. My dad's told Nadia to take her to dinner after the wedding. Nadia is currently staying with me because mum won't stop cornering her. Am I the asshole? So OP comes into the posting, gives some comments with some extra information. The first comment said, that's something I should have mentioned in the post. But the difference is a month. Nadia's graduation is next Friday and Aaron was supposed to get married a month later. I'm not sure on the details. I think she wanted to get married in June, but none of the venues she liked had any slots until July. I'm honestly not sure. And honestly, I don't care to know because right now, it doesn't change the fact that she's chosen to get married on Nadia's graduation date. She committed to the date late last year. She's had to sacrifice some aspects of the wedding for this new date and had to fork out more money to make it work. She and fiance have been together since they were 16, so I don't know why she's in a rush to get married all of a sudden, when before she was just happy to be with him, or she used to gush whenever any of us spoke about our own significant others. I'm not close to the guy myself, but he seems pretty chill, the complete opposite of her. I don't think she's pregnant, but again, I can't be sure. She's always been pretty determined that she won't have any children until she's at least 25, but I understand things change and whatnot. I don't think she'd choose to have a child right now because she's decided she likes the attention my son gets from our parents or something. Opie adds another comment about, you know, Erin being the center of attention and starts off by saying, and those are just two examples. Here are some honorable mentions. I proposed to my partner two months after Erin got engaged. This proposal was something I'd been planning for months, something my family had been made aware of for months and fell on the day that significant to me and my partner. Erin was angry because I should have waited until this year so she'd be married beforehand. Our brother Josh was cheated on a few years back. It really broke his heart and his confidence was in tatters for a while afterwards. Erin asked him if he could give her a necklace he'd bought for his girlfriend because it's not like he needed it. A few days after the incident took place, when he yelled at her, she cried to our parents about how she was trying to help him. She broke her leg the morning of Josh's college graduation. It was an accident, but all of us agreed that it was pretty on brand for her. Opie adds a comment on the family dynamics and the parents, and Opie says, I don't want to defend my parents because they are wholeheartedly in the wrong here. But I think they were under the impression that Erin spoke to Nadia separately when she announced the date change back in March. Like they thought maybe they worked out something themselves because they thought it was an unfortunate mistake. Nadia only told me and Leo about the fact that it was intentional last week. They've otherwise been pretty good at attending and throwing events meant for each of us specifically. But unfortunately, on more than one occasion, the spotlight was always turned to Erin for some reason or another. Like, as I mentioned in the post, we were celebrating Lydia's wedding anniversary and Erin thought it'd be a good idea to announce that she was engaged without consulting Lydia at all. And all of our parents allowed her to do that and encouraged her by being excited for her. My parents don't seem to have picked up on this pattern in Erin. And as I'm typing this, I'm thinking that maybe I should write a list of as many of these instances as I can remember and confront my parents with it. And Opie's last bit of information in that post, which says, unfortunately, we know which of us were planned and which of us were not. Lydia wasn't planned. Josh and Leo were, but I wasn't. Then our parents decided to try for another girl and they got their miracle. Nadia's their surprise gift and Lexi's their blessing. It's not so much that any of us were unwanted, just unplanned. I think our parents had Lexi assuming she'd be the baby and then she was born premature. 
and that they never once thought about changing their stance, that she's their miracle child. They love Nadia and they love Lexi. And my mum did apologize about having to miss out on Nadia's graduation when Erin first told us about it. I think she mentioned that we could celebrate as a family after Erin came back from her honeymoon. But things changed when Leo and I sat Erin and our parents down to tell them that Nadia wanted to attend her graduation and we were going to be there for her. Too many big days have been monopolized by Erin, so I want Nadia to have a day that is hers. Even if it's only celebrated by her two brothers, her brother's partner, and her nephew. That is absolutely heartbreaking for Nadia in this situation. Imagine seeing all your siblings have these big high school celebrations and, and celebrated in this way, and then to be told, like, your graduation is less important. Basically being told that, you know, you don't quite mean as much Nadia is going to hugely appreciate what you're doing for her here. And I think you're just being an awesome brother for backing her up. A comfortable C says, not the arsehole. Erin tried to make her little sister's graduation all about her. And you're being a good brother and standing up for Nadia. Also, I'm extra petty, but I'll pull your son out of the wedding in solidarity for Nadia. By the way, I could watch our other siblings get married since it's all the same in her eyes. Boom. My trauma dump, he says, not the arsehole. Please don't be petty. The following things would be petty, which I don't recommend doing. Pull your son last minute from the wedding. Jump at the reception with Nadia in a graduation robe. Make a speech congratulating Erin on the wedding and then shift it to Nadia for being such a good sport. Nadia, thank you. Thank you for sacrificing your special day for the sake of Erin. I know we usually throw huge celebrations for graduation, but you know, uh, or I guess we're told how special this day was for Erin. Keep asking Erin and your mum if you can make use of their reception as a party for Nadia as well. Use your son as leverage. Book a performer to come play a song congratulating Nadia and then leave without acknowledging the wedding. There is so much trouble you can cause at the reception. Ah. Mopper 300 says not the asshole at all and I would have done the same as you. What Erin and your folks don't seem to get is when they say graduation is less important, that's not what Nadia hears. She hears... Nadia is less important and Erin suddenly has a history of treating her that way. Good for you for trying to help Nadia feel like she matters too. And one more comment from that short girl Bex who says, Not the asshole, you are a great brother. Nadia will remember this for the rest of her life. Sounds to me like Erin is finally getting the karma she deserves for always trying to overshadow someone else. The fact that your parents have thrown five celebrations for your grads and have now just blown over it with Nadia must be heartbreaking for her. Hope Leo joins the two of you and that you all have a great day celebrating the graduate. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart 
A better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. The OP comes in to the post and says, It's two days after D-Day and I finally come bearing an update. I've had to condense it quite a bit because a lot has happened. Before I start, Nadia wanted me to thank everyone who congratulated her on her graduation. She was overwhelmed by the support you all gave her, especially after she faced such opposition from our family. So let's start. Last Friday, Leo and I went to speak to our parents in Erin. I wanted to tell them that I'd be pulling my son from the wedding. Our older siblings ended up turning up as well, though it was us four standing up for Nadia. Leo had spoken to them the night before and helped them see things more clearly from Nadia's eyes. Apparently, it didn't sink in with them that Erin chose the date intentionally. There was a lot of yelling. Erin accused me of trying to sabotage her wedding. Our parents tried to convince me to let them take my son to the wedding, but I stood my ground. I felt a lot stronger with my older siblings with me. There's only two years between me and Erin after all. I'm not much of an older brother. Luckily, Lydia was there. Her words carry more weight as the eldest, and she didn't give Erin or my parents room to argue. And She told them that Erin chose the date intentionally admitted as much in front of me and Leo, and that this was normal behavior for her. Lydia told them that if they continued to favor Erin so blatantly, the rest of us would go no contact, and Lexi would likely follow in the future. Our dad started yelling, not at us, but at Erin surprisingly. I've never seen him so angry before, and to see it directed at Erin was shocking. Our mum asked us to leave. We didn't hear from anyone on that side until Monday when Erin's fiancé, George, asked us to meet us at our parents. He apologized to Nadia. He didn't know that the wedding and graduation overlapped, nor did he know that it was something Erin did on purpose. Our dad was the one to tell him. What followed was a long talk between us, during which we all aired our grievances. I told our parents that we all felt that they valued Erin more, that none of us mattered to them compared to her. Her artwork always went up on the fridge, ours always went in the drawer. I told them that as a parent, I could never imagine treating my child like that. Erin tried to argue. She tried to tell us that we're all trying to turn her into a bad guy, trying to turn our parents against her, trying to sabotage her wedding. Our mum told her to be quiet, that it was our time to talk. George stepped in to tell us that he didn't expect us to attend the wedding, but we were welcome to attend the reception. He went so far as to say he wished he could have cancelled the wedding altogether, but it had only cost him more money than he'd spent by bringing it forward. Mum's willingness to hear us out lasted less than 24 hours. By Tuesday, she was begging us to reconsider. Apparently, our feelings meant nothing in the face of Erin's dire stress and the fact that people would be questioning our absence on the big day. I haven't spoken to my mum since, but I did ask my dad to bring me some of Nadia's things because she's going to be staying with me full time. We have officially gone no contact with our mother. Dad took Nadia out for an early graduation celebration on Wednesday. He had a daddy-daughter date that I think she really needed. He apologized for a lot of things and told her he wanted to do the same with the rest of us. But Wednesday was about her. I'm happy she got that one-on-one -on -one time with him. She was happy coming home to me. In our sibling group chat, she said that she really thinks dad is going to try and mend bridges with us, even if mum won't. Dad also turned up early yesterday morning. I'm talking 6.30am to give Nadia flowers. He told her that he was proud of her. George even called while he was getting ready for his big day to congratulate Nadia, which I really appreciated. We didn't hear from mum or Erin. Our parental grandma ended up coming to the graduation with us. It was a great day, like a really great day. 
We didn't think about the wedding, didn't think about Erin. We just had fun together. My son got to wear his aunt's cap and gown and nearly drowned in the fabric. Our grandma tried on the cap too. We took photos and sent them to our dad who posted them in his Facebook post. He wrote to congratulate both Erin on her wedding and Nadia on her graduation and we laughed how it must have pissed off our newly wedded sister. We went out for dinner and we, as siblings, gifted Nadia money for a week away with her best friend, which somebody suggested in a comment on the initial post. I text George my congratulations. Despite everything, I do hope he and Erin are happy together. While she might not love us, I don't doubt that Erin loves him. Yes, she wants a spotlight in her moment, but I don't think she's marrying him just for that. Bringing the wedding forward? Sure, that's a hugely malicious tactic to bring herself more attention. Marrying him for the sake of having a wedding? She isn't that type of narcissist. As of right now, I plan on staying no contact with my mum unless she makes some big changes. This is a sentiment shared not only by the majority of my siblings, but is also encouraged by our dad and grandma. She's tried reaching out to me and my partner, mostly berating us for not attending the wedding and accusing us of planning to keep her grandchild away from her. At the moment, our summer looks busy. We're planning on filling it with as many family outings as possible before Nadia leaves for college. We've also got Josh's 29th birthday to plan. Our dad's even joining in. This might cause a bigger rift between him and mum, but for now at least, it looks like we're his priority. Lydia's threat really did something to him. Thanks everyone who left comments on the original post. I know they really cheered Nadia up when she was worrying about whether or not she was doing the right thing by choosing herself. Part of me wishes we could have taken this stand earlier, but it took us a while to find our voices. Looking into the future, I do see two empty spaces at my own wedding, but I also see five siblings cheering me on. I'm happy with that. Second update. It's been about five months since I last posted, and I've had some requests for an update, so I figured I'd sit down and write one up. Bear in mind, a lot can happen in five months, and that's definitely true for this. Let me start off with July. Erin and George went on their honeymoon and their absence sent our mum into a frenzy. She wasn't used to having no one around. Someone was always visiting. Mostly Erin, but the rest of us was visit out of obligation and to see Nadia and Lexi. With Erin on her honeymoon and the rest of us no contact, mum had no visitors and she really didn't like that. Literally the day after Erin left, we started getting bombarded with phone calls. She tried convincing Nadia first which Lydia thought was a strategic move because Nadia is the more timid of us all, thus more likely to be persuaded. When Nadia turned her down, she turned her sights on the rest of us. We all got identical phone calls with her trying to persuade us to go visit her, to understand her, to see things from Erin's perspective. She even brought up the circumstances of Erin's premature birth and how it was a miracle that she was even here. Josh told her to do better with Lexi. Lydia blocked her number. When the phone calls didn't work, she started turning up at our homes. She continued spewing much of the same shit she had over the phone and before the wedding. She didn't understand what she had done so wrong, why we were treating her like this. She called me ungrateful and disrespectful. She accused us of harboring unnecessary jealousy towards Erin and that she loved us all equally. I didn't respond to these comments. I was trying to prevent her from going inside and saying the same things to Nadia which was with my partner and son in the living room. Who was with my partner and son in the living room? The comments didn't deserve a response and when she was done, I asked her to leave as calmly as I could. But truthfully, I felt a little like crying. 
But who wouldn't feel shitty with their mum yelling in their face like that, trying to downplay years of pain and calling it unnecessary jealousy? My siblings and I have been let down time and time again by her and our dad ever since Aaron was born. They missed out on so many things over the years, both big and small, but we had one thing. One thing. One thing that they never missed. And we were happy with just that one thing. And that was our high school graduations. But they couldn't give that to Nadia. All we had were our high school graduations. They missed Josh's college graduation because Erin broke her leg. It was an accident, I get that, but they never made it up to him. They never celebrated this huge achievement afterwards. And he just had to grin and bear it. It says, our mum didn't turn up to my partner's babysitter. Does it mean gender reveal or, or something like that? Now, I might be reading that completely wrong. After making such a fuss about it because Erin didn't want to go and wanted them to get their nails done together instead. But our jealousy is unnecessary? Sorry. I don't know how I managed to stay calm when she was yelling at me, but I did. Asking her to leave made her switch tactics though. And she started calling out for my son, trying to coax him to go to her and telling me that she had a right to see her grandson. My partner stepped in then because she was seething and took my place at the door. Mum yelled some more, but she left when my partner threatened to call the cops. Mum repeated this song and dance with my older siblings, but similarly got nowhere with them. Then came the Facebook posts. Indirect rants about ungrateful people and how shocking it is that some kids could turn against their parents so easily. Erin somehow got involved while on a honeymoon and called Lydia to scold her for being mean to our mum. But as I said before, Lydia is angry and she's had enough. Whatever she said to Erin prevented her from calling the rest of us. There was then a Facebook post about how much it hurt to be kept from a grandchild. Now there were no names mentioned, but there is only one grandchild and that is my son. My mum's sister called me. There was yelling and I blocked the number. I knew dad was trying to convince our mum to just leave us alone. He kept apologizing because she just wasn't listening to him. Erin came home after two weeks. She tried reaching out to Lydia again, asking for us all to talk because, and this is a quote from Lydia, clearly you, we, all have some issues to work out. We did not turn up. Erin was very angry at that because she's not used to us turning up for her. July wasn't all that bad though. While our mum was on a rampage, our dad was still trying to do better by us and he's improved a lot. In July, he and I went out for a meal together, just the two of us, and grabbed a drink and he apologised. It wasn't a generic apology that he could have repeated to all of us about how he's sorry that he hurt us and neglecting us, but he brought up specific instances that he wanted to apologise for. He thought back on all those years and picked out moments that he wanted to apologise to me for. I know he did the same for the others, but having him apologize for things like canceling a fishing trip because Erin needed him was something I wasn't expecting. I never really cared for fishing, but I wanted to go on that trip because I always saw it on TV, you know. I'd always see a dad and son fishing together and I wanted to have that. I wanted dad to prove that I was a priority to him somewhere deep down. It didn't happen and I never asked again. But we went fishing in July. What started as a trip between... The two of us soon grew into a family day out when my siblings expressed an interest in going fishing too. My brothers first, then Nadia and even Lydia who hates the smell of fish. Dad brought Lexi and I brought my son and it was great. It was one of the best days of my life. I suck at fishing but I'm pretty great at collecting seashells. It was brilliant. Our dad did end up arguing when dad went home. I wasn't there so I don't know every little detail but from what my dad told me. The argument was mostly because mum didn't understand why we were still in contact with him and not her. 
She found it insulting that we were repairing our relationship with him. She was angry that dad wasn't pushing us to forgive her or why he wasn't stopping us from acting out. She was angry that he didn't extend an invitation to her and Erin for the fishing trip. And she was even angrier when he explained that their presence would make us uncomfortable. Josh turned 29 at the end of July. We booked an escape room for the five of us siblings. Then we met our dad and partners for dinner that evening. Josh introduced us to his new partner for the first time. All of our attention was on Josh. The day was completely about him, which was a first for our family. Then there was a party thrown for him by his friends, which I came out of with a massive hangover. Mum started giving us the silent treatment in the middle of August. Dad moved out in September. While we were getting the silent treatment, Dad was bearing the brunt of her anger and it really took it out of him. He was trying to do better by us and she was trying to villainize us. And he ultimately told her if she didn't take accountability for her actions soon, then he'd be contacting a lawyer. Mum didn't take him seriously. He's been staying in Lydia's guest room since. Mum doubled down and said that he was blind for not seeing how we were manipulating him. Unlike the rest of us, Dad obviously still has regular contact with Erin. And according to him, she's even told Mum to reconsider. Unsurprisingly, Erin's involvement is what got Mum to relent. I'm not sure if she's thinking about how she's treated us or if she's silently stewing. I know she asked Dad if he's going to move back home, but he said that it was better for him to have a space right now. Personally, I'm struggling to see an outcome where our Mum sincerely admits that she was in the wrong. I think they say it just to get dad back home and the rest of us talking to her again. I don't think she'll ever hold us to the same level as Erin. In brighter news, there's officially less than a year left until my own wedding. Currently, there is no place for my mum or Erin. My partner Jade and I are having our fathers wear ties that match me and my groomsmen. Something I originally didn't plan to do, but I'm happy with the change. Nadia's settled in at college. She's made some new friends with kids in her classes and she's enjoying it. She's happy. Even though we have an active group chat, she FaceTimes me every few days just to talk. Most of what she says I've already read in the group chat, but I'm always willing to listen to her stories again. Nadia never used to talk this much. She looks a lot happier now than she did five months ago. I think that's everything. I'm sorry for the novel, but like I said, a lot can happen in five months. Oh dear, that ending got me. <laughs> I'm so happy for Nadia and that, you know, she's talking more, she's repeating stories. It just shows, I just, I just can feel the love that she has for her brother in this and, 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 and what he's done for her. And I just think that's absolutely wonderful. But the, the mum in this, I'm just like, what goes through your mind? You've got everyone telling you that you've wronged them in this situation and you continue to go down this self-destructive path. And I just failed to see any way back from it now. It would take some real serious self-reflection to even get back in with them. Which, you know, I just can't see with the way she's acting right now. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so so much for being involved and hopefully i'll see you in the next one take care and much love
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 